You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. How, oh, we got her over there twerking it down in the guest seat. Okay, Luna. Oops, I already told who it is. But she's a bad bitch. Always on her shit. Okay. Oh, is that DJ Works scratching? Shout out to DJ Works, man. For this motherfucking mix. Fuck with it. Hey. I'm really over here trying to really light up a damn blunt. That ain't got no motherfucking weed in it. Hey, hey, y'all already know what I'm gonna say. If you ain't got nothing to motherfucking smoke, go get it. Go get it. If you want a dab, go get the dab. Go get your blunts. Go get whatever the fuck it is. What it do over there? Hey, on and on, man. What it do? It's your girl, Betty Crocker Bakes, and today is gonna be a good one. You are listening to the Betty K Show. With my girl, we got 420 Luna, a.k.a. 420 Luna Lee. What's up, girl? Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. So I'm just so glad to be here. I'm so excited. I'm like... <laughs> I'm about to cry already. I need to... You know what? I need to stop. I can't believe I'm over here about to light us just a cigar with nothing inside. Like, what girl, we the... We gotta roll up first. Man, hey, y'all, man. I gave you something, though. We, this, we you gave that me first. something. This girl right here... Has been just, just, just <laughs> in my life, like, with, like, so, like, I can't believe this moment. And I'm telling y'all now, we about to be all over the place because it's just, it's always a vibe with me and this girl right here. Like, this, like we don't even get to see each other, so I'm a little bit overwhelmed. So just hang in there. We about to get, she, she brought me a gift. <laughs> For all of you past guests, step it up. Step it up. You know what I'm saying? My mama raised me right. You know okay? what I'm saying? Nah, I love y'all, but this girl, she came with a, with a lovely bag, got the, the king palms. Shout out to you guys. And what is this right here? Some liquid got, karma edibles. Oh, they strong. She trying to. They good. She, she trying to have me on the floor wigless. You know, with the Megan the, Megan the Stallion knees, you know? Shit, that's when we supposed to roll, roll like, the body. Yaddy, 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 yaddy. I got you. She had me. Vocals. Vocals. Anyway, so how you doing today? Oh my god, I'm doing so well. I'm a little nervous. So my arms. We about like, to we about know. to light up. That's why you know. I had a shot. We good. She's special to me. Like so, <laughs> she get the she get the queen treatment. Like we gonna let her relax real quick. Lighting up this motherfucking king palm. What is inside of here? Um, is it, it is actually some ice cream cake. Some hot hey. ice cream cake. It's good too. Love me an ice cream cake. We gonna smoke this up. Smoke it up. Thank you so much for having me again. And just, just to say, you guys, I'm so proud of Betty and how far she's come. I've, I've known her for such a long time now. And just to see your growth, girl, and I'm getting emotional. Just see you get to where you are now. I'm just so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. You, you really do deserve it. You're a genuine soul. Oh, I man. And over there, I believe we have Twitch. What it do, you guys? What it do, y'all? Make sure you guys go tapping in. Tell Twitch your, your Instagram. What is that? Okay, well, since Instagram deleted me, I used to oh, be shit. the OG 420 Luda, but since <laughs> Instagram wanted to censor uh, us cannabis folks, mm. Uh, mm. you guys can find me on my backup page at 420 Luna Lee on Instagram mm-hmm. um, while we try to get my main one back. <laughs> yes, and make sure you guys send in Instagram them emails, letting them know, man, we need, a, we need our girl Luna back. Like, she freaking missing. You know, and I was just 
very sad that you got deleted, man. How what it hurt. what? And I know you've overcame it. I know it's like still kind of fresh. Mm, but it, you know, it honestly look after two years of building my my platform. And this is in no way trying to like shade on anybody, but like some people, they came up real fast. They got viral, whether they had connections, whatnot. But you know, like with me, it took some time. It took two years to build the platform to get to where I was. Mm -hmm. Not only did I get to where I was with my platform, but with the community that I built. Right. I built a community of friends, of family, of fellow, you know, cannabis enthusiasts for us to be able to come together, smoke one, and be able to talk about things that are going on in the world. Mm -hmm. To have that ripped from me with no explanation, with no... Like no, like no explanation, nothing from Instagram at all. Just to rip it away from me and just say a va very vague, you're not following community guidelines. Like, what does that? Ha what do you mean? There's so many people on that app that don't follow any of the community guidelines. They do so many worse things than smoke weed, and they continue to have their pages. Also, it's no shade to celebrities. I love my celebrities, but like they're out there doing whatever the fuck they want, mm -hmm. and. They don't get, you know, they can play music in the background of their life. Their lives doesn't get taken down. They can play music in their video. They don't get copyrighted. They can Snoop Dogg and smoke weed as much as he want on live. Nobody say nothing. But the minute we do it, we get removed. We get deleted. We get disabled. We get reported. And all these things happen. It's just so frustrating. So the first time I got deleted, I was like, you know what? Maybe it was just a sign from the universe. I need to take a break. I noticed everyone was getting deleted, like Medicated Marley and Southern Dabber and mm -hmm. Jackie. So I was like, okay, maybe it's just like everybody. So I chilled. I got my page back on my birthday. So I was really happy. Mm. But then I got deleted again. And it's been almost two, maybe almost three weeks now. Right. And I appeal every day and once a day because at first I was appealing a lot. But every day late, like lately, it's just been like I care a little less. Not about my community and what I built and stuff, just care less about, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I guess there was this chase that I had in the beginning, but that chase has gotten a lot less hungry, but not because of my motivations. My motivations have gone elsewhere. It's just because of the, the fact that the app has debilitated my chase. Like I had that chase, I had that motivation. And then like, every time I would try to get somewhere or I get to a point, the app would fuck me over. And it made me just it bitter, it jaded me to not really want to try anymore. Right, man. And and I see tears. It's like forming your eyes. It is making me upset. But this is what I feel. I know that you, like, since you've been, even before, you were working on your own projects and stuff. But I feel, you know what I'm about to say, I feel that since you have gotten deleted and you're still appealing it because you know you're gonna get it back you know you know how this industry is when it comes to it's getting deleted and we'll talk about that a little bit later but i feel that because you had so much free time you were able to grind and, oh, yeah. and really get into the things that you had to do at your household that i know about as well as your business you know yeah people forget that content creating and being on instagram it's it's kind of like a full-time job but they forget that the the app they want you to be on the app 24 7. And I'm the type of person where I'm a real ass bitch. So I'm, I'm right. gonna tell it like it is. And like they try to distract you from real life, from mm -hmm. things that really matter, from your family, from your friends, from actually being in the moment with people. You're too busy recording than actually re enjoying the concert. And that's what they want. Mm -hmm. And so this actually, like you said, it actually has given me a moment to step back. And I've been like, wow, I was so fixated. Like, what video am I gonna make next? What am I gonna do? Which, like, I was so on that grind, I wasn't taking the time to like spend time with my husband, which I'm newlywed, I've only been married a year. Um, we got right. married during the pandemic. Um, and then I didn't, I mean, I, we have a new dog in our family and she's been having health issues and I was so busy and I, you know, maybe I wasn't paying attention to what I was feeding her and that's probably why she was, 
you know, I can't blame myself at the yeah, same time. Yeah, don't do that. But, I, but at the same I understand. time, you know, like maybe I just need to put more attention to things that matter and I need to prioritize my time better. And there's no way in me trying to say like, don't pursue content creating or thinking that this is not a good thing to do. You can, you just have to be able to time manage it well. You have to be able to balance your life well. And I think that's what I was missing. And so this, some, this is that, something that taught me that. Um, having my page taken away from me has actually been sort of a blessing in disguise. I'm able to spend more time with the people I love, do more projects. I have my skincare line that I've been waiting to do. Yes, I'm and, a, it's, and it's finally actually been making progress girl. because I've had time to sit down and actually talk to a team and hire a team when I was doing it all by myself at first. And that was a lot. To any of you that are small businesses and you're a one-person team, shout out to y'all because that's freaking hard work <laughs> that's some hard freaking work girl i've been waiting i know like it's just been so beautiful to see you like talk like years ago like talk about wanting a skincare to actually creating your like formula like like that is lit <laughs> as fuck like some people just get anything but to actually create or actually like test out the formulas and stuff because your skin <laughs> i tested out my own skin check out the tested what out my own skin. You know, I'm the nice human skin. guinea pig, you know. Okay. Y'all better check her her skincare out when it comes. Um, yeah, so I'm currently still testing out formulas. The reason why is because originally I wanted to be 100% botanical, you know, CBD, uh, hemp, hemp, seed, hemp seed oil, like botanical. But then I realized not everyone's skin responds to just botanics. Mm -hmm. Some people do need a little bit of silicic acid or a little bit of, you know, hyaluronic acid or different retinol, different things that their skin will respond to. So I'm trying to formulate where we do use organic botanicals like sea buckhorn and coconut oil and, and hemp seed sativa oil, but we're also including silicic acid and a few other things that do help with people who have, like for me, I have hormonal acne. So mine doesn't really come, like I do take very good care of my skin. So that's not where my acne comes from. It comes from you know, just like sometimes if I don't really eat really well, if I'm eating really greasy, nasty pizza, some burgers, some tacos, or if I'm just um, about to start my menstrual cycle, yes. my period, you know how we get. We could talk this. We keep it real over here. Yeah, so we just, I start breaking out. So that's low-key where um, it comes from. So that's, everyone's skin is different. Some people, you know, for some people, their skin comes from genetics. Some people have hormonal. Some people have stress. There's so many different aspects as to why your skin will break out. So that's where I'm at. I'm not an esthetician, but I'm currently taking classes online, not esthetician classes, but skincare and like dermatology classes to learn more about the skin because I don't want to be that bitch that just like, oh, look at me. I'm just I'm just a random bitch putting out a skincare line where I don't know nothing about skincare. No, I, right. I want to be educated. I want to know more about it. So I want to actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I, you know what? I appreciate you for that because there's a lot of people that just... I don't know what they call it, like black label, whatever it's called. You just yeah. get something and just slap your shit on and that's why I've been saying cannabis. Like a lot of, you know, a lot of, to be honest, since we are, you know, we smoke weed, we love cannabis, and this is a cannabis show, um, we forget that a lot of people that, you know, promote some of these products, y'all gotta actually read the label. Like you would read labels mm -hmm. in your food, you gotta read labels on the things that you've been smoking and putting in your body because some of these bitches will just. They'll take the bag and promote that shit, and it's not good for you. And it's not. It's not. It's all money. It's all money, and it's not. Good. It's not about integrity, and that's one thing about this industry. I would like to see change. Um, more people being, more people holding these companies accountable. You know, like instead of th worrying about your bag. I mean, I get it. We gotta make rent. We gotta make money. I get that. But like, have some integrity. Look at the ingredients. Why would you want to push something that has heavy metals? Why would you want to exactly. push something that has pesticides? Why would you want to push something that is black market, like dirty, nasty? Gucu, gaka in, in the cards. Like, why would you want to promote that? Because you want money? 
I don't, yeah, yeah. See, and when we getting, we getting somewhere, let me tell you. <laughs> I used to be hungry for the money, and I would just, and this is in the beginning, so don't be like, what? We all come from somewhere. Nah, we all got you know, somewhere. I keep it real, like I said. Mm-hmm. A lot of you guys are going to do this, and I'm going to tell you, don't do this. Remember where you come don't from. Don't do this, mm-hmm. you know, but we all fuck up, but that's why I fuck up. So you can go up. I'm just like, <laughs> hello. I'm just like, <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah, you know, I promoted companies that didn't sit well mm-hmm. with me. Same, same. same. And, um, you know, the more, the bigger I got, I was like, you know what? I always talk about keeping it real and being real. I ain't being real. I wouldn't want people to spend their hard-earned money just because I make things look so good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think, you know, I wasn't thinking like that could be somebody last and then I have people like hit me up like I saved you know just to get you know this product I'm like oh fuck that yep. fucked me up mm-hmm. I was like ah oh. so now even though they'll still pay me I'll be honest and say this is what you need to work on and it's, like it's not cool if, you don't, if, if companies don't like hearing your honest review from them then they're not willing to grow and that should already tell you whether or not to work with them Right. Period. <laughs> like, they should want to learn yeah. and want to grow. And want to be better. Yeah. You want exactly. to be the best company. You got to be the best. You don't want to be mediocre and just say you're the best because then you really ain't the best. <laughs> then you really ain't the best. Okay. So you freaking crack me <laughs> up. You like, I, like we just, I, I know the universe is just wanting us to do like this big production skits like I know we in the future we are gonna do it because you are so funny you're funny the Betty and Luna why am I singing on every why am I singing on, on every last one of my shows I'm telling you Betty you know, American Rihanna Idol. Rihanna Jay Z holla at you girl holla at both of your girls cause you see we gonna get into that getting that to that next but you are so funny like you know that right <laughs> Like, 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 I ask everybody this same question, but I got to ask it because we want to know because I'm nosy. I want to know, like, where do you get your ideas for your skits? Where does the creativity come from with Miss Luna? Okay, so to be completely 100 percent, when I was younger, I I grew up in Texas, a 210 San Antonio shout out. Um, San Antonio Spurs, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I grew up in San Antonio, Texas. And to be completely honest, look, I grew up in the 90s, early 2000s. We all know what time that was. When I grew up, I'm, I'm half Asian, I'm half Korean, and half Hispanic. And I wasn't everyone's cup of tea back then. And I used to let that validation affect my self-worth and my, mm-hmm. you know, affect me very much. So a lot of people didn't find me attractive, girls or boys. So I thought, why don't I just be funny? If I'm funny, people will like me. See? So I thought, so that's kind of where that stemmed from. And so I, and, and even though she's not really liked now, okay, this is back in the day, y'all. I liked Amanda Bynes back in the day because people didn't see her as like the most gorgeous, prettiest, like model girl, but she was hilarious. She was everywhere. She was very quirky. She was very, she had the Amanda show. She was out there. She just was really random. And that's who I really connected with because I'm really random and I'm really out there and I'm very just like honest about who I am and my weirdness and my quirkiness and just, about I don't know I'm just a weird person and I'm very I'm very authentic with it I just like to show people that very authentic that, yeah I'm, I'm a weird bitch and I'll just show you I'm a weird you bitch. ain't weird you <laughs> yourself girl we are ourselves this it's is okay just... to be weird and be yourself I like because it's not normal and I like not being normal 
You like, hey, you know what? Oh my girl, you where the where the tissue at? <laughs> wow, this is like a story of me. So I feel like we connect, but you know what? You're an Aquarius, I'm a Gemini. We connect, girl. But you, you not, you know, you know, Aquarius things. But you not alone, and I'm not alone because I've talked to other girls who are funny who say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Is and with me, it was the same way in school. I would always be a very anxious person, so I would be funny, so they won't fuck with me. I get you. Yeah, you know. Sometimes I would even do like humor where I'd make fun of myself, which exactly, which was not really good back in the day. You know, it's not good on yourself. You fucking me up over here, girl. I would do a lot of like self-inflicting humor because I was like, well, if I say it first, they can't say it to me. If I make fun of myself first, they they can't make fun of me, and I catch them before they get me. And I noticed that, you know, I, I grew up, I'm less, yes, I'm half Asian, so I was, my mom very much made me study a lot. Um, so I was, you know, had a lot, I studied a lot, I was very intellectual, I was very, um, not intellectual, I didn't mean to say that. I meant to say um, articulate as a kid. I know what she was trying to say. I was trying to say articulate, I didn't mean to say We that. know what she was trying was to say, trying y'all to better say not. articulate as a kid. So I, I used that as like with jokes, like being witty and just being funny and just trying to use that to like get people to kind of like break the ice get people to get to know me and like not just judge me based off how I look. And that's and I, one of the things that I've noticed is using humor to get my foot in the door. But mm-hmm. I did, we did, you and I had a conversation once, which we were crying in. I you about to make me cry again. But, so keep, you always but, do this to me, damn it, Luna. But it was like, you hit me when you said that, when we were like, we're always having to be on and funny because that's how we used to get in and get and, and, and meet people and get exactly. into the crowd. But sometimes when we want to be real and we're trying to be authentic and like maybe like raw and intimate with people, people don't take that kind of content from us. They don't, nah, they, they don't do it. They don't want to. They want to see us loud and up there and like, yeah, 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 how we always are. Because that's how, because that's how we got, that's how we got through the trauma, y'all. Like, a lot of people you find as comedians, like, you look at them and a lot of their work comes from trauma and mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff that they had to harness from when they were younger and things that they went through, they had, they turned it into something that they could laugh about later, which is coping. <laughs> but that's still, like, sad. And it, it's crazy. Sad, and, and you recently won uh, Best Comedian Thank at you. the Los Angeles uh, Cannabis Awards. Las I'm so Vegas. proud of Las Vegas. Oh, that Las Vegas. I said Los Angeles. Las that Vegas. one's next. We get that one too. Let's go. She get that one next, <laughs> y'all. 2022. Let's go. Vote for Betty. Thank you. But um, yeah, you won that, and I'm telling you, girl. Like uh, that's why one of the reasons why I connected with you so much through our comedy. Like I, I, I really, I've always loved comedians. Me and my dad used to go and watch comedians back in San Antonio at the Laugh Box. Um, growing up, just seeing how people like Ali Wong and like, um, oh my God, I forgot his name. I shouldn't forget his name. He's from Mad TV, the Asian one, Bobby. You should don't ask me. Oh my girl. God, I'm here. They're gonna hate all the Asian comedians. They're gonna, gonna hate get me. you. The Asian comedians gonna hate me. Me out of this. But you know, there were certain, you know, Margaret Cho. There was Ken, Ken Jung. There were certain comedians that I used to watch because being, a, you know, I'm Latina, so I saw a lot of Latino people in Texas. But being Asian, there weren't a lot. So seeing those comedians made me want to, okay, well, if they could do comedy, I could do comedy. And they take their trauma and they turn it funny. I can take my trauma, I can make it funny. Right. You know, but then, like I said, when we try to be raw and, and real and we're like on, in, and we're on live and we're right. crying and shit, people are like, ugh, what are we watching? Let's log off. Right, block. Skype off, block. block I'm going to block you back. Just now, I'm going to find out. But that's, and that's, yeah, I just feel like that's why I've taken a step back with my comedy a little bit too. Because I've, I'm tr- and I, and I, I try to you. show little aspects of myself other than that. Because I want people to know I'm a whole person. 
and I want them to respect all parts of me. They only respected the comedic part, and that was like fun for a while. It was getting me somewhere. It was getting me to the to where I'm at. But then when I got there, I'm like, I need to people show people that I don't laugh every day. It's okay to cry. It's mm-hmm. okay if you're having a bad day. It's okay if you're sad today or you're angry today. Like emotions are valid. Emotions are valid. That part. You know, you're you we have them for a reason. So you know, you gotta like. I'm. I don't like to dwell on my emotions, but they're there for a reason. So they're there for reasons. I'm telling you, like we just connecting in the girl. You really hit a nerve. You know, sap. You know, how to get the how to get the tissue because like. Damn. Like I said, I, I try to show all parts of me on this show to show you guys, like, there's different parts. Mm-hmm. And I cry all the time on the internet. I'm about to cry now. You already I know. Cry all the time I on cry the every show. Too. And I don't, I don't give a damn. I don't cry. care because people, they resonate with mm-hmm. me and then lets me know that I'm not alone. Yes. That's like, what the even, whole point of this is social media, social. Right. Even now. I still do that. Like, I'm getting better, though, but I used to really make myself look fucked up. Girl, you probably made me cry, but I'm really going to get this out. Like, like I already told y'all, this isn't just to talk about weed. This is to let you know that you can be yourself and that we all go through the same type shit. Mm-hmm. So, damn, you just let me see how fucked up I felt about myself. Like, a couple years ago, like, I literally used to make videos, like, looking super fucked up and making myself look terrible because at the time, I was getting trolled so much, so much about the way I looked. That's one of the ugly sides of social media that people don't like to talk about, um, but it's there. I love you. And that's why, and that's why one of the reasons why I I'm really good do now, fuck with because look at me now. Fuck it. I'm look, at you, no, look at her now. I even, I look even, at you now. You know, and I got, I got a gang of shit going on, you know. But that's but, why, because you were authentic, because people right. saw these sides of you. And that's what really, that's what got you going. Like, fake shit will only get you so far. Fake only shit so will far. only get you so far. And then you fuck with fake people, you're just going to have fake shit your whole life. You're not going to actually get anywhere because right. everything's not, nothing's real. Damn, y'all. She got me really crying because that fucked me no, up. No, but you know what? I relate with, I relate with her. I relate with her so much because, y'all, I'm the same way. When I, I I had a live recently, I was crying on it because I cry on every live. You already know. We like I, to cry. We cry. We cry. But I was crying on it because honestly, I was telling them, I was like, look, in the beginning, I was doing exactly the same thing. I was, I said that I did this platform because I wanted to make a new name for what people who smoke cannabis are, stoners are. We, right. we, we have movies and TV shows that give us a bad name, that we're lazy, that we're dirty, that all these things, like we're like, we're slow and all these things that we're not. We're functioning people of society. Some of us are CEOs, moms, business exactly. women, doctors nurses you know whatever we have we have very very successful people that smoke cannabis and we don't get that highlighted it's always highlighted about the negativities of what cannabis can do for you so when I was making my videos some of them would be giving into the stereotype of the negativity of what stoners are and I was like you know what what am I doing why am I giving into this stereotype when I'm literally saying on live I'm trying to make a difference and give us a new name that here I am making video because they're relatable and they're funny but at the right. same time they're funny and relatable things aren't going to change nothing like we're not going to no. get anywhere until people open it up and have the conversation and I'm one of those people that I'm like I don't give a fuck if I get cancelled or you don't like what I right. got to say <laughs> they didn't I don't cancel give a, me they, I'm deleted oh, what you going to do I'm already deleted me so many times delete me again honey I'm here right um, that's me. <laughs> she got a, she got yeah. a phone call coming. She's she popular. Um, I don't care because the thing is, I'm gonna say 
I'm going to say what I got to say. And if you don't, if you, if it resonates with you, if it resonates with you, if you don't, it don't. I'm not trying to convince you to believe in what I believe in. I am just trying to open people's minds and open the doors to more questions, more thoughts, and more things. So I completely agree with where social media was at and where we were at in the mindset we were at. You know, we were just, and look, you'll see this with a lot of artists too. They'll do music that doesn't really fit who the artist is for a while. And then all of a sudden, after they've been doing that for a while, they get to be able to be who they are and they start to make the music they want. I've seen this with actual artists like painters and, and sculptors. I've seen this with musical artists. Like they, the industry makes you sing what they want you to sing for a while. And then after a while, after you kind of like have gotten your bearings, for lack of better terms, you kind of start to get to sing what you want to sing, do what you want to do, say what you want to say. Look at Kanye. <laughs> Look at Kanye. The, Kanye just say whatever the Kanye, hell Kanye man, but I fuck, but I fuck with Kanye though. Like he just be all over, and I don't fuck with a lot of stuff. Like some things he do is like, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I relate to him sometimes. I be angry with when he angry. I be like, do, do, do. I'm angry with you, bro. I just want to tear this motherfucker down. Let's get it out. But he gets it out, and then he focuses and he own the shit. Then he do it. Then it's just a re repeating cycle, you know. But then it gets a little better and better and better and better and better. You can't. You guys cannot judge. You can't judge. You never know what somebody's really going, going through. through. Thank you. That's Fuck, one of the things man. that I really, really let's go. You about like you were, we preaching up in here. Hallelujah. <laughs> right? No, I'm telling you. That's one of the things I really, really was resonating with you about when I first watched one of your lives. And I and I've said this too my whole life. And when I watched you, I was like, this girl gets it. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know what people are thinking. You will never know what go is going through somebody's life or somebody's mind. So who are you to cast the first stone? You know, who are you to cast the first you, stone? So many what? people in this world you think... You hear what she said? <laughs> who are you to cast the first stone? You don't know what people are going through. And you would want the same type of decency towards you, but you don't want to <laughs> give it. You. And that's something I've noticed lately in our generation. I'm getting real sick and tired of nobody keeps the same energy. I'm getting real they sick. They never keep the same energy, Luna. You already know. And if you were aware, never. you notice that if you're not aware, then you're the one of the ones that aren't keeping the same hey, energy. Hey, but you know what? It does take growth to be aware because I used to be like, hate on every bitch. But that's energy, why you can't even hate on the people that are currently in that stage of growth because you were there it. once too. And I, don't, and I grew out of that. And this ain't no recent type shit this is like some first starting shit like 2014 to 15 mm -hmm. you know and then it's like damn and we've discussed this too damn why do i feel this way we used to be mad together like have crying fest like angry but then it's like work hard mm -hmm. we will get there yeah. but we know we deserve to be there already it's gonna take a little longer for uh, us 200 million uh followers each we 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 deserve that but we don't deserve that because they also actually been doing this longer and, you know, taking the time and they had to start from somewhere. So sorry, Luna, but we do too. Damn it. We don't <laughs> want to, but we have to. We have like we even had a moment out there and said, look at us on the show. This is so beautiful. This is the epic moment. Yeah, we went from FaceTime in each other talking about right. this to on a radio show. On a radio show. <laughs> like this is so Epic when I'm doing my little comedy, whatever the fuck it is that I decide to do like later on, we're going to be in our damn million dollar, billion dollar houses. Why? Because of the hard work that we have both put in. 
So we just we ain't even talking about none of this. We just really, really, really getting getting into that's it. But you and me, that's why. What I want to tell you, I saw, and I thought it was the cutest thing. You see it on the bottom. I know you see that note. <laughs> you had your dog had a birthday. Yes, bitch, <laughs> give it to them birthday. I mean, like. It was so cute. Oh, my God. So, Let, tell us what made you want to have. Just get into the whole story. You know what to do. Get into it. Well, I don't have children yet. And we're still, I have reasons. And the thing is, don't Joe ask. Joe Choice, girl. Yeah, don't so ask people gotta, why they want to have kids. Right, Joe you know? Choice. So we don't have kids. But my husband and I, we have three dogs. We have a cat. He's super old. He's 19. So he, he's very senile. He's kind of sick. And he's blind. So he kind of just like sleeps a lot. But we have three dogs. And it was Ube's first birthday. She's my Japanese Akita. She's like all white. She's super sweet. She got she got so big so fast. Um, and she's like the sweetest little She's, she acts like a little baby daughter. Like, she carries like a little teddy bear around the house. And she acts like a little baby girl. Like, she just, she loves everyone. She comes and gives everyone kisses. All the other dogs, she loves them. She plays with everyone. She loves everyone. So it was her birthday yesterday. It was her first birthday. And we decided to have a little birthday party. It was for her, but also for the other two dogs because they didn't get to have birthday parties. And I don't know. I've just, we've been such in like a negative space space with, with COVID and everything mm-hmm. with the fear and everything going on. I just wanted something positive and happy. So I decorated our house. I put some weird playlist on YouTube. It was like the puppy party playlist. And it was literally Girl, a dog turn it barking up. and singing like top 40 songs. Like, burr, 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 burr. Like but I know you had fun though. I, I know your ass was t- I was drunk a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Okay. Um, but we, it was so much fun. And I felt bad for her too because she's actually been going through some skin issues. My dog, she like I don't know what happened, but out of nowhere, she just started like itching and then having all these like like itchy scabs and sores. And we've been to the vet and we've done so many things and nothing was happening. And I'm a holistic bitch. I'm a very plant medicine bitch. I was like, you know what? Mm. The doctor ain't helping me. Let me do this myself. Changed her to a raw diet. She's getting way better. Like instantly, her skin is getting so much better. So oh. so we celebrated like kind of that too. That well, you a mom. Yeah, you I'm a mom. You to do what you I had to do. Yeah, I, could, I, I saw my baby suffering and I was like, I'm tired of her suffering. We're not getting any answers. I'm paying all this money and nobody's giving me any answers and I'm seeing her suffer and I'm tired of it. I got to do something about it. So I right. did all the research I could, switched her over to the raw diet that we have her on now with fruits and vegetables, flaxseed oil, and she loves it. And now her skin is getting so much better. No more sores, no more nothing. That is so beautiful. So we had like a little celebration, birthday party last night. It was fun. We took pictures. Mm -hmm. It was fun. It was cute. I like it. And they ate. (laughs) They ate the birthday cake. I was was like, you know what? Did y'all save me a piece? Did y'all save Auntie Betty a piece though? Oh no? Oh, okay. I had bacon flavor, girl. Oh. She said more than, she said, well then. (laughs) My favorite. Sign me up. (laughs) I love bacon. Man, I can't even eat. You know, I can't even really eat bacon no more I mean my damn blood pressure but didn't you change like the way you eat oh yeah I've been changing it my endometriosis so I suffer from endometriosis I have pretty bad I think about like a stage I don't want to say stage four probably stage three endometriosis that's another reason why me and you related because remember I have endometriosis too Mm -hmm. so what did you do what did you change I had to change a lot of things I had to change my diet especially like with endometriosis, look, like in general, you should always live a healthier lifestyle. But with endometriosis, it's basically, if you guys don't know what it is, it's basically like your uterine lining starts to like form scar tissue and it starts to form all over your body, like in different organs. So when you have your menstrual cycle, other organs start to like cramp and do and get pain and inflammation because 
parts of the uterine lining are growing on them. That's mm-hmm. it. it's not normal. That's like mutation. So it's very, very painful for some women. It's not as painful for some women. It can be excruciatingly painful. For me, it's pretty bad. Um, I have chronic pain. Um, that's why one of the re- biggest reasons of why I smoke cannabis. It's one of the biggest reasons why I moved to California because where I'm from in Texas, it's still not um, legal. It's not legal. Right. It's not even decriminalized. I got arrested for cannabis before in Texas. We'll talk about that later. But yes, we don't. You know. But yeah, I've been arrested. So for 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 me, I ha- I I don't only smoke weed. I take RSO. I use tinctures. I use um, salves and oils. I use it in my cooking because I do experience chronic pain. It's a daily thing. People don't understand the endometriosis. For some women, it's like just during their period or like right. or, or before. For some women, it's like for for all day, every day. For me, I consistently have pain all day, every day, but I've learned to manage it. So, like, right now I'm having pain, but it's, like, a three. So, imagine having to live with pain every day to, like, where you're just so normalized by it. That's how sad it is. And we don't—and to this day, nobody knows what—well, modern medicine doesn't know what causes it and how to really cure it. But if you look into holistic holistic and naturopathic medicine, it's more about, like, a lot of, like— um antibiotics that we use growing up not now but when the science was a lot worse back in the 90s and stuff a lot of the antibiotics we used back then caused some of this bpa and and certain plastics caused it um things like that also your diet if you drink a lot of soda have a lot of high fructose corn syrup in your diet um you eat a lot of artificial foods and flavorings this adds to inflammation in your body because it's not natural Mm -hmm. it's not coming from our earth it's like fake chemicals that they're putting into foods we're eating them and that causes inflammation and that makes it worse so i've noticed that when i was eating like hot cheetos and pizza and just like a lot of like oily foods and foods with like that can cause inflammation drinking soda drinking a lot of juice and sweet things it was causing a lot of problems the moment i switched to more of a natural diet i started eating more fish eating more like rice quinoa eating more vegetables way like way more green vegetables way more fruit instead of sugar and soda, I noticed my endometriosis started to like not be as bad. It's still there because it's a condition, but it's nowhere near as bad as it used to be. Right. And mine has kind of like slowed down a little bit, but then there's times it's just like. So you have children. I was going to ask you that. That's what happened. When you had children, did it make it worse or better? Because I I found out I had it with children. Mm, Okay. Didn't know. You didn't know you had it. I didn't know I had it. But did it, did it, like, before you had children, was it, were your symptoms worse or did it got worse after you had children? It, after. See, I've, I've been told two different things. Because one of my doctors, I see, like, a regular doctor and I see a naturopathic doctor. The regular doctor is like, if you have kids now, endometriosis will get better. But the naturopathic doctor was <laughs> like, oh, that's, that's deterrent. That depends on the woman. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, I think that, I don't know if that doctor's like, hurry up and have kids so I can make money off them. I was like... <laughs> they be do- Girl, we, hey, that's another conversation. <laughs> another, we gonna get into that conversation. But I was like, uh, so that's why I wanted to ask someone that's had kids and has endo because I'm like, does it does it actually make it better? Does no. It, make it, worse? it made me have it. Like, like it made... Because I, I had it, but I didn't know because the symptoms were so nothing. I see, I see. So then when this last baby, I guess because of everything that went on with we mom was dying, you know, you know the situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then boom! Not worse, yeah. It just not a lot of research goes into the female body, y'all. It's really and sad. it needs to. It needs to. They put they put millions of dollars into football and Super Bowl, but you can't put millions of dollars into figuring out what's going on with your mama's body, right? Your grandma, with your aunt, with your sister, with your wife. You know, but it's actually we getting somewhere though. I know, but I just like, feel like we could do more. <laughs> we can do more. But, but, you know, but, but we can do more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We gonna have to talk. We can do more. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying we gonna talk. We're going to talk. 
You also told me you went, you got arrested. Oh, yes, I did. I have, I'm a, I'm a con convict. Right. Music. But I'm glad you're out. Don't give me a con. Don't give me a con. Don't give me a con. Right. Oh, ooh. They're going to take your video has to be removed. <laughs> 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 Damn. <laughs> but it's on Twitch, though. Hello. Let's go. Um, I have been arrested. That. LOL. I have been arrested. So back in Texas, it was like the, it was, what year was it? It was 2012. No, 2013. It was 2013. I was about to be 21 years old. Uh, I got arrested for less than a gram, y'all. You heard me correct. Less than a gram. You heard me correct. Less than a gram. The cop waited out in front of me. It was 0.7. You cannot even feel a, a it's a skinny Jimmy with a blunt 7, 0.7. Like a point, you got arrested for the point seven, girl. 0.7, girl. 0.7. Do you know how angry that makes me? I don't even seem like a gangster. I didn't even get, I didn't even get like two pounds or nothing. Like 0.7, like not even a gram. It's for real. But I really did get arrested for 0.7. Um, it, was a, it was a time and place thing. Long story short, my girl and I chilling in this alley probably shouldn't have been we didn't we did not we smoked but like we had it, it had been time had passed but like we literally hit a one hitter there was no way they could have told like an hour had passed since we smoked we were just literally sitting in the car chilling talking and i guess nearby a robbery had happened at these apartments that were being built and the car was similar to her car they had stolen air conditioned units so they, they looked in the alley and they saw the same car. So they were like, they just shined their light at us and put their guns at us. And they were like, you know, like, you know, like, get out of the car, blah, blah, blah. So we were like, what the? So we get out the car, we're freaking out. And they asked to search her car. I'm trying to telepathically tell this girl with my mind, like, do not say yes. But I can't right. tell her that. So I'm like looking at her like, don't say yes, don't say yes. She's like, yes, you can check the car. I'd have been like, no. Nope, I, I mean, I can't it. get mad at her because she probably was scared out of her mind. So she they, they searched the car. They didn't find nothing. But in her purse... In her car, they found the weed, but the, the stupid thing that I had was I had the medicine, I put it in a medicine bottle with my name on it, like a dumb bitch. So that's why I got arrested. Even though, because people were like, well, it was her car. I was like, yeah, but it had my, my name on it, the medicine bottle. So that's why I got arrested. Um, they took me in for literally, and y'all, this is how I know it's .7. When I was arrested with my hands in the freaking handcuffs, and I'm sitting in the back of the squad car, Guy takes the baggie out and it's literally like, I'm not even kidding. I got more weed in this little thingy right here than I do when I got arrested. He literally pulled out the little tiny bit that, oh shit, I dropped that. He pulled <laughs> out did. the tiny bit that I had. It was like, this is probably less than 0.7, but it was like this much. And he like pulls out a little scale and he weighs it. And it's, I see 0.7 G. I was like, you're arresting me for less than a gram. Like I could, I was, so angry but what could I do I'm in the back of a squad car it was the weirdest experience it was the weirdest angriest most humiliating experience of my life because San Antonio likes to do this thing where they take people's mugshots and they put it in a magazine called San Antonio Busted and they they had you in there they had me in there and oh, I did not my. know so I had people on Facebook when I had a Facebook I didn't have Facebook anymore but I had people on Facebook message random people from high school I hadn't talked to in years be like is this you I was like oh my freaking gosh. Like someone I hadn't talked to in years. Girl, years. Randomly just messed me on Facebook. Is this you, Luna? I was like, holy shit. Like you can't, I was trying to get away with yep, being for low. weed. Ed. For weed. But like Ed. it was so ridiculous. And so I got arrested. Um, let's just say if people try to be like, oh, not all cops. Fuck that. Okay, I experienced firsthand how disgusting and vile some of these policemen are. They're disgusting. They have. They say they have integrity. They say they protect and serve. But what I saw in there was the most atrocious thing I've ever seen law enforcement do to people. Oh, my goodness. And it was, like, it made me really angry. 
I don't trust cops ever again. Um, but yeah, I got arrested for point seven. I, and what I and the thing is, I didn't tell my parents because I'm half Asian, half Hispanic, so I'm more scared of my parents than I am the judicial system. Right, so, I feel you on that one. I was, so I didn't tell my parents. I handled it all by myself. I got I got a court appointed lawyer. But what ended up happening to me was I got fucked over. I had to pay a fine by myself. I had to do a drug class. A drug class. I had to do six months probation, community service. All this for literally less than 0.7. This is one of the biggest reasons. And I was a nurse. Remember that. Right. One of the biggest reasons why I had to move out of Texas. Because when my first nursing job, I had a homie that worked in the hospital. So I didn't have to get drug tested. So that was, and I, like, you know. But the, after that, after I quit that job, I was trying to get a new job. I didn't have anyone to connect me in to not get drug tested. So, right. you know. And I'm like. It was just hard after that trying to find a job because I have not only do I smoke weed and do the drug test, you could easily buy pee, but then I have a I have that record of having get arrested for, mm. and they put it in as zero to two, as if I had like two ounces, like because it's like zero the charge is zero to two ounces, and I told the judge like I straight I, to this day I can't even believe I straight up did this, but I talk, I like talked back to the judge when she was try like arranging me, mm. she's like okay and we're gonna do the count of zero to two ounces, and I straight up was like. But I only had 0.7. I straight up said that. I was like, <laughs> but I only had 0.7. And she looked at me and everyone looked at me like, why are you speaking? You're not supposed to speak. Because I, I was like, that's not fair. How are you going to charge me? And she goes, excuse me, ma'am. And she said my last name, Perez. She said, Miss Perez, it doesn't matter if you have two ounces or a le- tiny little leaf. If you're caught with this <laughs> amount, Wait, it says what? zero to two. So... <laughs> I mean, it says zero to two, so it means zero, meaning 0.7, I guess that counts as zero to two. But Jesus, it was the weirdest experience. And the fact that my mugshot got out. Girl, no, I am not. You should put on a shirt and just say, fuck it. You know, when you do your speeches, you really shouldn't be like, you know, I should. this is why you I'm going to make hard. some merch. I'm going to make some the merch. Fuck? I'll buy it. I'll be 420 Luna mugshot. I'm glad. Well, I'm glad you got out and you was like, how was your experience in there? Did you, did they, have you in there for a night or? Oh no, I was only in there for 12. It was overnight. Cause it was like, we got, I got arrested like three in the morning. So I was in there for 12 hours and y'all, I'm not lying to you. The whole 12 hours I was in there, I try to stay hard because there were some bitches in there for like armed robbery and assault and shit. So I'm, I'm trying to stay hard. And as soon as I got out, I got home, I cried in the shower and I went to work. <laughs> I cried in the shower. <laughs> Balling my eyes out, like <coughs> oh my god! I had no, never I, even been. I, I never even got in trouble not. growing up, and I'm oh my here. god! You said you you I was try, trying to act hard and shit. We like what up? What up? It's Luna. Luna, I'm about to fucking leave. Even the you know? girls in the cell with me, they asked me like, "What did you get arrested for?" And I'm like, "Oh, some weed." And they're like, "How much, Chinita?" Chinita means like little Asian girl, cause you know, I look little Asian girl. And I was like, "Oh, like you know, point seven. And they're like grams i said yes and they're like girl they were so angry for me they're like there's no they even told the guard when he came to get me they're like yo fuck this girl's life up one girl said that yeah like because that's that's really 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 crazy so on the a happy note let us know what you got going on i don't know you could like tell tell about your business but you know you you just a woman of many businesses so um, let us know Besides my skincare line, I'm actually trying to fo- focus more on my music again. Hey. So I have been I've been doing music my whole life. I've been playing piano since I was three years old. Uh, I play like a bunch of instruments. My mom was very much a tiger mom when it came to music. Like she used to beat the shit out of me, y'all. 
practice piano. <laughs> she used to like, bah, bah, bah. She, used to, she used to get the violin stick to beat the shit out of me to practice the piano. Oh, <laughs> she Lord. Used, she used to beat me. But I played music my whole life, pretty much. Um, since I was a kid, I did, I did choir, I did violin, I did piano, I did cello, I did guitar. Um, and I always wanted to go into the music industry. It was one of the reasons why I moved to California, to, to L.A. Um, but I, I have this horrible mentality of being a perfectionist where... I'm very critical of myself, so I'll make a song, and I'm like, okay, I love it. And it, at first, it sounds great, sounds good, my voice sounds good, the lyrics sound good. Then I'll sing it and listen to it too many times, and then it'll be like, oh my god, it's horrible, it's crap, I'm never gonna release this, it's shit, I sound horrible, there's so many people that are better than me, why would I ever even try to be out there singing? So, I had to like release that kind of mentality, and I've also noticed smoking has changed my voice. I was watching videos from high school, and I had a very high-pitched, like, you know, Mariah Carey, like, <laughs> Voice. Okay, yes, yeah, them whistle vocals. notes, bitch. But then, as you know, smoking weed, smoking blunts does to you, your voice yes. does change. Your voice, I mean, y'all, I'm over here like, what's up, y'all's girl, girl, Luna. I could have never talked like that. I'm the same <laughs> because of this. So, I could have never, right. I know my voice isn't that low, but I could have never <laughs> sounded like that back before I smoked weed. I had a very high pitched voice. People used to make fun of me because that song, Mr. Lonely on Akon, I used to be able to sing it the exact same way that the song sounds because my voice was so squeaky and high pitched. And of course, that's with puberty came, you know, but it's also because a lot of girls smoked a lot of weed. So now it's hard because I, I'm trying to sing the same music, but I don't sound the same. So now I'm coming to terms with my new sound, what I have to work with, this new genre I'm trying to figure out. Because like who I was back then when I did music is not the same person as who I am now. So I'm not really, really resonating with the same music. I'm not really resonating with the same sound. My voice sounds different. My tone is different. The timbre in my voice is different. I'm more raspier now than I used to. I was very like clear, like a bell back then. Now it's like raspier. So I'm trying to like adjust to where I'm still happy with the music that I make. But because like, like I said, lately I'll write a song, I'll, I'll, sing, I'll hear myself sing and it makes me angry because I don't sound the way I used to. And I have to let go of that because, and it, it kind of gave me a metaphor for the past. You know, we have to get let go of our past and kind of like look towards our future, like look towards what we got now. Right. So I still have certain like musical abilities. I still can sing. I still have these things that I can't beat myself up. I just have to learn how to work with it. So that's where I'm at now. Um, I actually have written some songs. My problem is I'm trying to look into getting into a, like a, into production now, like working with the producer. But my problem is is that a lot of the music nowadays, people just use beats, which is no no judgment or offense to anyone that does that because that's music. But I've, I'm that old school artist where I actually play all the music and I need a producer yes. who will go in there and like let me like play the guitar and then play the drums and like, I actually need a drummer if y'all got a drummer hit me up. Um, but I'm low-key, like, I need a producer that will actually go in there musically with me and, like, play each thing because I, it's the beats aren't going to work. The music that I'm doing is just, it's not going to be on the, I can't just do a generic beat for it. I can't, it's not going to work on, and I don't know, who knows? I mean, like, I don't know the technology these days. You could be making a whole fucking symphony on a, on Yes, a, you can. I don't know, you, you know, can. I'm not a producer. But the thing is, I'm old school. I used to play music live. I I was in musical right. theater. I mean, I was in orchestra. So this is what I'm used to. Trying to go into a studio. I've never been in a studio. I've been in a studio for, like, orchestral and choir, like, when I sang for opera. But we were literally a whole, op a whole choir in one studio. I didn't even mm -hmm. see a musician. So I've never produced music with someone and made music that way so that's that's what I'm trying to learn and trying to find the people and the right people to do because I've been writing music it's been very fun I haven't written music in a really long time I've noticed a lot of things change about me and the, and the type that I write I used to be very Taylor Swift like very long-winded oh, yes. like very what's, acoustic what's, what's your sound now 
it's weird. I don't. I really don't have a specific genre. I'm that type of girl where if I like the sound, I like the I like the beat. I like the sound. I like the the lyrics. Make sense. That's just who I am. Like this first song I wrote is very. It's kind of funny. My husband compared it to corn. I don't Ooh. know why, but it's like <laughs> corn. It's like corn it evanescence, and then this Ooh, one okay. like. I forgot the band, but I forgot the band's name. But oh, POD. It was like POD Cornish Evanescence. Very that. So, I like everybody you name right now. <laughs> sign me up. But then the other song is very like R and B. Has a little bit of like Aaliyah vibes. Like you know Ooh. what I'm saying. So it just kind of like that's just who I I've, I've grown up in the United States, y'all. We're like we're just a big mixing pot. So I grew up listening to R and B, rock, rap, metal, grunge. Everything. So even classical. I grew up with classical like my whole life. That's basically what I grew up with. I like classical. That's all. Actually, what I, that's what I listen to on my downtime. Is, like, is that what you're listening to now? Yeah, I low-key just... Like, low-key, all the music these days just don't really resonate with me. Not in, not in a rude way. It's just like certain songs, just, they're about the same thing. They just don't really interest me in, in where I'm at in my life. So most of the music I listen to is like a lot of like classical music. Or I just listen to a lot of old school stuff from when... You know, two thousand early two thousands, like when we were vibing, shit, girl. We was, <laughs> when we was vibing. You know, That's shaking my like shit. a salt shaking and shit. <laughs> you know, well, shit, man. I'm gonna ask you some weed related. We went all the way to and asked the weed related questions. I just want to know what's your favorite strain to smoke on. That's hard. I know it's hard, but like, what, what, what you smoking on right now, though? Okay, right what's now it's to that go same. To? This, right now, at this very moment, it's ice cream cake. But to be completely honest, I'm I'm a I'm an OG like perp kind of girl. I've always fucked with like really heavy indica, so anything that has that like perp, that granddaddy perp, that like heavy purple urkels, like anything like in that OG realms of like heavy indicas, I've always been a fan of. I'm not a really big, I'm not trying to hate on sativas. I know a lot of people be like fuck <laughs> sativa. No, if you get the right blend of sativa, the right terpene profile, you mix it up a little bit with some hybrids, yeah, you'd be good. I mean, because sometimes <laughs> I be smoking too much indica and I can't get anything done throughout my day. I'm asleep. I'm like, yep. Mad at I yourself. Smoke like a little me. bit of, if I mix that sativa with a little bit of like indigo or maybe like a CBD, I'm Gucci. I could actually get some stuff done throughout the day. I can not fall asleep while I'm trying to watch a movie. You know how we'd be like smoking, watching movies, like, oh, this movie's so. D-. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't like, watch not a damn thing. I can finally get through Black Widow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I haven't even been able to watch it because I've been falling asleep. All right, well, shit. This concludes our interview. It was so good to see you and just vibe out. You have a good time? Yes, I had a great time. Shit, I had a good time, too. It could go on forever, I feel like. Forever and ever and ever. (laughs) Hey, let them know your Instagram. 420 Luna Lee, and when I get it back, 420 Luna. Hey, and you guys know, mine is... At Betty Cracker Bakes. Man, y'all, it's been a whole fucking vibe. We crying and shouting and twerking and doing everything, man. I hope y'all come back and listen and just be kind to yourself. Yes. Love yourself and smoke by your damn self right now. You better wear a mask. And I'm out, man. Shout out to DJ Works, man, scratching it the fuck up. I love y'all, man, so very, 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 very much, man. Pace Radio, Boss Man Owner, ones and twos, and I'm out. Pace. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.